that that I get people saying, oh yeah, you're in martial arts, you're fit. What do, you know? What should I eat? What should I not eat? Those type of things. And honestly, up until um, you know, I had this program to be able to help people with. Uh, it was just, it was just, you know, uh, well, this is you should eat fruits and vegetables, yada yada yada. You know, I wasn't educated enough to be able to really help them. For over 260 episodes, Dwayne Brummett and Ali Albarigo have been sharing how to take your martial arts school to the next level. Welcome to another edition of SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Now here's your host, Dwayne and Ali. Hello, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Alvarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good to be with you again today, sir. You too, Dwayne. Awesome to see you. In fact, I, to see less of you is what I should say, because every time I see you, it seems like you've either lost weight or dropped body fat or gotten in better shape, so that's pretty awesome. Keep up the great work. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's been fun uh, to uh, to be healthy. I mean, it's Compared to last year, almost this time, you know, I'm uh, I'm a new man, you know, 30 pounds down and and uh, feel so much better. So I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, I wouldn't say you're half the man you used to be, but you're a quarter of the man you used to be, right? That's the, the running joke. Is. Yeah, you know, and then uh, more energy and uh, sleeping better and all those things, you know. So that's 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 a plus. You know, it's interesting. I had a student of mine and. Um, was pretty heavily overweight. I would say he was probably like 290 to 300 pounds, probably on his frame could have been 170 to 180. And he always used to come to me and complain, you know, as his, as his teacher, he'd ask my advice, you know, my knees hurt, what could I do? Do you have any herbs, any this, anything? And I'm like, yeah, I have a recommendation is drop 150 pounds, you know, like get, get all that weight off of those joints. Those joints are telling you um, – I can't handle this weight. That my my joint, the, the the machine was not meant for that kind of weight. It's like a bench press. When you bench press and it says, you know, you buy a cheap bench press, it can only hold 150 pounds. You don't want to put a 300 pound bench on uh, of weights on there because the bench press is not going doesn't have the integrity for that. And um, our joints and our body tells tells us that. It's pretty interesting, right? Well, yeah, and listen, every uh, for every pound that you lose, you're losing four pounds of pressure off your body. So that's amazing. You know, I've had clients that have lost, you know, 25 pounds in their in their first month, and I said, do you realize that that is a hundred pounds of pressure off of your body? Wow. And why is that? Tell me that. I don't. I, I don't understand that concept. Well, it's compounded. Yeah, it's compounded. So you know, you have you have that pressure when you when you walk when you move all of that weight moves, and so you have that compound pressure that's happening in your body. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so, so it goes back to my theory, right, of, of you know, when you, when you want to uh, stop feeling pain, maybe start analyzing a few things, what you're eating, how you're eating, and then what you're carrying around with you. I often say to people, like, you know, I don't think carrying about 100 pounds in a backpack um, try doing that. Carry 100 pounds in a backpack all day long, all night long, until you lay down and get on the couch. I mean, you see what your body will feel like, how sore, how tired, how lethargic you really are. Um, how can you work at peak performance with that? It's just not possible. But anyway, yeah, you know, so look, our bodies are pretty amazing that we can beat it up so much and, and we're still able to perform. Uh, but, boy, we'd feel so much better, uh, you know, if we took other things into consideration. Oh, yeah, and the the body is such a machine. Like, it's just incredible. Like, I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of things and you want to get spiritual and religious, um, the, the body itself, whoever put it together, every single organ, every single cell, every part of your DNA uh, constantly works in synergy to either heal or cleanse or build or create or rebuild or create energy and store energy. It's just the most incredible. If we could take the, take the body and make a machine based off the concepts of the body, just one machine, it'd be unstoppable, right? It'd be incredible because it would repair itself. It would it would break down, but repair itself. It's just an amazing thing. So we take it for granted, don't you think? We, we Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, we take our bodies for granted that, you know, that old saying, that our body is our temple. Well, we don't treat it like a temple. We don't even clean it or cleanse it or do anything to it. So anyway, but today I, I our that topic youth is, is wasted on the young. Yeah, that's true. Right. But when you're young, you could heal and get through anything. Right. You know, you, you fall down and you're healed the next day. You know, nowadays when you get older, it takes two weeks, three weeks, you know, that kind of thing. So 
Um, but anyway, our, our talk today is on the six rocks to peak performance, right? So leading into that, you know, discovering the, pro you know, how and addressing properly um, the six critical health things to success of well-being and happiness. So did you want to maybe jump into that a little? Uh, you know, there are certain micro habits that we should have and so on. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, look, in, in our in our program, um, you know, we teach the six micro-habits, micro uh, which you, you you know, rightly said that are critical to your, your success, well-being, and then also your happiness. So uh, the first is, uh, you know, healthy weight management. Second one is healthy uh, eating and hydration. Uh, third is uh, healthy motion. Fourth is uh, healthy sleep. Fifth is a healthy mind. And then sixth is, uh, is, is uh, healthy surroundings. And and I don't know if you heard this story before, right? Where you, you, the, uh, the instructor has a mason jar, right? They take that mason jar. And so if you could, if you can imagine that, um, we have this mason jar and we put these six rocks in there. So we put, you know, uh, healthy weight management, healthy eating and hydration, healthy motion, healthy sleep, healthy, healthy mind and healthy surroundings. We, uh, if, if, you know, we put them in the mason jar, that's how it's supposed to be done, right? Those things should be, uh, those should be our rocks, but right. what most of us do, right, is uh, we end up throwing the, the, the water and the sand and then the pebbles and then the rocks in uh, last. And so the story goes, you know, the, uh, uh, the instructor walks out, Mason Jar had these rocks, put the rocks in there and, and all the way up to the top and says, you know, big rocks and says, hey, guys, is this full? And they're saying, yeah, but then he takes, you know, small small rocks and he he's he gonna pour some small rocks on there and shakes it up so they start to funnel in and through and down around yeah. the big rocks and they said all right now is it full and they're like well yeah and then he takes pebbles he does the same thing he puts the pebbles in there and shakes it up so now the pebbles are going around all of that yeah hey class is this full they're like oh yeah it's absolutely full and he says all right so then he takes sand and he pours sand in there right and shakes it up so that it all you know uh, gets in there and, and moves around, and now he says, all right, now it's finally full, right? And they're like, yeah, it's finally full. But then he takes liquid, and he pours liquid in there all the way up to the top, and then he asks the question, is it full? And then they say yes. And they're right. At that point, it is full. So what that represents is the fact that we need to put the important things in our, our jar first, the rocks of importance first, and then the pebbles, uh, you know, the, uh, the, so the, the rocks are your, your, your micro habits, right? The yeah. pebbles, the pebbles um, are are your your uh, or excuse me your uh, macro habits. Your pebbles are your your micro habits, the smaller things in life. And so, if you can think about the mason jar in a couple of different areas, one like we talked about with regards to your health, uh, the rocks should be you know healthy weight management, healthy eating and hydration, healthy motion, healthy sleep, healthy healthy mind, and then also healthy surroundings. Um, it, if you want to take this uh, to, um, you know, basically your family, if you want to think about that, you need to have your family, your friends, uh, maybe your coworkers, whatever. Those are are the important things in there. If you you kind of go, you kind of see where I'm going with that, right? Well, I, lo I love it. We do, I was going to say gonna... most of us, what we do is we yeah. fill it with a bunch of water and a bunch of sand, and then we try to pack the pebbles in there. We have no room for the rocks that are yeah. really designed to allow us to have that success, well-being, and happiness. Yeah, and it's interesting because this concept is the uh, big rock theory from Stephen Covey, and there's a great video if people want to watch it, and it's with it's from years and years ago, and it's Stephen Covey and a woman who's an executive at a big board meeting, and she goes through all these things, and each rock represented like vacation, family time, you know, big projects, you know. And she got a hard time fitting them all in, and then she started cramming them down and hitting them to try to get them in, and he's making a joke. He's like, yeah, when it doesn't fit, just hit it, right? Like, that'll work, you know, like, you know. So then he talks about the, the little rocks, the micromanaging or the macro, right, which is the uh, tiny pebbles, which are like the little fires and the things that you have to do. You can't get away with ignoring, and they have to be done. Those will fill in and manipulate around the bigger rocks, right, so that you still get everything all in that one jar. And uh, I think that's an awesome analogy. So, so tell me, Dwayne, what about, like, you know, healthy weight management? And by the way, I know we're, we're, we're talking about a health-related topic, but this is the way I see it. I see so many people ignoring their health. You know, they get in a martial arts school, like, there's a, 
there was a post on Century Martial Arts some weeks back on Facebook, and it said how many people are actually still training in the martial arts. And a lot of martial arts school owners say, well, I'm not training as much as I would like because I'm teaching more than training. And um, then that's where it's that downward slope of getting out of shape to run your business. You are a martial artist. You are a peak performance athlete. Then you opened up the school, and your peak performance starts to drop, and you gain weight, you get lethargic, you get out of shape. You're, you're not focused on why you're there in the first place. So maybe you could help address that healthy weight management topic and throw out some ideas there. Yeah, and, and, and real quick before I, before I do that, um, the reason these are all important, and, and we're going to not only talk about health with regards to these, but how they affect your performance, like you said, with regards to uh, running your school at, at peak performance, because it's all it's uh, it's all uh, synergic right? or synergenic, right? Yeah. Or how do you say that? It's all it's all aligned. Synergistic, right? It's all aligned. And uh, so when when uh, you know, number one, your school is not going to outgrow you. And what I mean by that is, it's not going to outgrow you uh, physically. It's not going to outgrow you mentally. It's not going to outgrow you spiritually. It's not going to outgrow you at all. Um, and so you have to grow. You have to change. And a lot of us, like you said, we've, getting, we've gotten sedentary. Uh, we get out of shape. Uh, I call it the credibility gap, right? The credibility gap right. is, and, and for those of you guys that can't see me on screen, uh, it, it's about, you know, the four, six, eight, twelve inches, you know, from where your gut used to be to where it is now. Or in some right. cases, sometimes that's where your gut has always been. Um, and, I, and, look, I'm not belittling you if you've had, you know, struggle in the past losing weight. There are some medical conditions that do make it very difficult to do that. But right. uh, most of my clients, you know, they start their health journey um, with, with regards to, you know, wanting to lose weight. And, and the problem is, you know, 70% of them actually struggle to reach um, and maintain their weight, meaning 70% uh, of Americans struggle to, not my clients, but 70% of Americans struggle to do that. So apart from uh, apart from stopping smoking and if you have a drinking problem, this is the most, most important area to address because it, uh, it totally affects your well-being, meaning that you're going to feel so much better. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I talked with you. I don't know if this is on air or off air, but, you know, for every pound of, uh, that you lose, you lose uh, – there's four pounds of pressure that's released off of your body. So just right. by losing I – I had a client that I had their, uh, their check-in call – uh, for their first month, and they lost uh, just a little bit over 25 pounds. And, and uh, obviously, i got to say results, not typical. But, um, you know, the fact, is, the fact of the matter is, I said, you realize what happened. And, and, and not only are they enjoying, you know, obviously better sleep, the pants fitting better, and all those other things, and more, much more energy, uh, I said, look, you've just released 100 pounds of pressure off of your body. So that's another reason why you're, you know, you're looking better, but you're, you're feeling so much better. You have more energy. And so just by taking control of your weight management um, will, will uh, allow you to perform much better. You're going to have much more energy to, to work with the kids that you're working with or work with the parents that you're working with or, uh, you know, when you are behind the desk, because that's what we're all doing nowadays with, with the running a successful school. They go, we got to be behind the desk. You know, right, we got into this thinking, all I'm going to do is teach karate. No, there's desk work that has to be done, computer work that has to be right. done. We actually have more energy to be able to complete those tasks when our, when our weight is under control. Not to mention what it does for your self-esteem, right? When you look better, you know, uh, you start to feel better about yourself. You perform better as well. So that's, you know, that's the the overview, if you will, with regards to uh, healthy weight management. Yeah, and you know what, uh, to add to that, too, is just like, you know, um, not, only, not only is your body not having to carry around that weight, but having to digest and process mm -hmm. the food intake, right? So, you know, like, I just went to the diner. I, I meet with my buddies, and I kind of hate eating at the diner, even though that it's good food. Um, they always give me a little bit more than I probably should be eating, so but I'll eat it because it, you know I'm, I'm there with my friends and it tastes good. And but then I always feel lethargic and lazy afterwards because whatever oils they're using, I don't know. It's just not like how I cook at home because I'm a vegan and I cook healthy, very healthy at home. 
Um, but uh, so it's interesting. Yeah. Like that healthy weight management is an incredible thing. Yeah, and I was going to say too that kind of goes along with the, the sec, second micro habit with regards to eating and hydration. You know, uh, we we talk to our clients about when you go out to eat. Uh, obviously, we we teach them to be able to pick the right foods to be able to eat while they're out because they still want them to enjoy going out to eat. But right. we always tell them, you know, one uh, if they're if they're if they're getting a salad, let's just take a salad for instance. You know, if they're going to get a salad, they get the dressing on the side. They also get the meat on the side as well because uh, while they're on program, they're 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 portioning things out. So there's a specific amount of grams that they want to be eating and not eating. And so then we also tell them, hey, get a doggy bag right up front. So that way you, right. can, you can divide everything out, put it in the doggy bag that you're not supposed to be eating, that you don't want to eat, and then you eat whatever is left there. That way, you, like you said, you're not going to feel tempted to eat all of it and then feel like yeah. that later. And then you got, a next, yeah. you got another meal later on. So, uh, it, and by the way, I mean, I, I learned my eating habits from my Italian family and the Italian and my mom's Maltese from the island of Malta, and um, I learned from her guilt um, trips that she'd give me as a kid. If you don't eat that food, you're there are 11 kids in Ethiopia who are starving right now. And I'm like, Mom, and my daughter, it's kind of funny. When I raised her, um, I would say to her, Kiara, eat some more. You know, you got to put some more money and more food in your belly. And she'd go, I'm full, Dad. And I'd go, how could you be full? You only ate a little. She'd go, and she would play me really good. She'd go, maybe not for your body size, but for my body size, I'm full. And then I'd be like, you know, logic, she gets, a, you know, a six-year-old throwing logic at me. And I'd be like, okay, kiddo, if you're full, you're full. You know, put it aside and eat it later if you get hungry. Like, she knew, like, and she still to this day, like, she doesn't even, um, my fiance's dad, who's in his 70s, um, he just eats a little bit, and, and he's like, and he's an Italian guy, you know, but he eats a little bit, and he's like, I'm full. Like, no more. I don't, you want some more? No, I'm, I'm full. Nope. Like, you know, for me, I'd be like, yeah, sure, throw it on my plate. Let, you don't, you want to finish that? I'll clean that off, too. So I was always careful. That's why I always have to be careful about healthy eating habits and, and so on. Well, there, yeah, and so uh, with regard to healthy eating and, and hydration, I, I, I don't know if this story is true, right, but it all has to do with integrity. That's where I'm going with this. Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, there's a story out there that says that, uh, you know, a woman went up to Gandhi and said, hey, you know, my kid's been eating, uh, you know, too much candy. Will you, will you, will you tell him to stop eating candy? He's like, yep, come back oh, in two I, weeks. I remember this story. Right? Great story. Right? And then she comes back in two weeks, and, and then he tells the kid, hey, stop eating so much candy. And so she said, why did you have to wait two weeks? He said, well, because when you came to me, I was eating candy. So I, <laughs> for integrity purposes, yeah. I had to stop eating candy, and then, then I could tell him to stop eating candy. And so – we as school owners, uh, I don't know about you, there has been uh, tons of times uh, that, that I get people saying, oh, yeah, you're in martial arts, you're fit, what, you know, what should I eat, what should I not eat, those type of things. And honestly, up until um, you know, I had this program to be able to help people with, uh, it was just, it was just you know, uh, well, this is, you should eat fruits and vegetables, yada, yada, yada. You know, I wasn't educated yeah, yeah. enough to be able to really help them. But we are seeing, even though we're, all we're doing is, I don't say all, but really all we're doing is teaching martial arts, right? And, but that has so many legs, and it does have a fitness leg component where we have people asking, about, you know, asking us, you know, how do I eat healthy? And so that's what this program has allowed me to do, to be able to teach that. Now, with regards to hydration, uh, you know, our body, our body makeup is at least 70% water, if not a little bit more. But the problem is most of us are dehydrated. We walk around, our skin is dry. Um, you know, there just there's so many telltale signs of being uh, dehydrated. Our, the, the problem, though, is everybody, everybody thinks that, oh, you know, when I'm parched, that means I'm dehydrated. Um, right. And really, the, 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 that doesn't necessarily mean you're dehydrated. The only way the body tells you that, that it needs fuel, whether it's food or whether it's hydration, is your stomach growls. Right. And, you know, the problem is when we eat way too much, we didn't drink enough usually, and um, then our, our stomach can't growl because it has all that food in it. Um, and then when it growls again, what do we think? Oh, I'm hungry. <clears throat> when right. really, in, in most of those cases, our body is, is, is thirsty. So... Um, you know, the rule of thumb is 64 ounces of water a day at least because, um, you know, your body loses 10 to 12 cups of water a day. And so you have to continue to, to, to hydrate yourself just to maintain and replenish, but not to mention that your body uses that water to, to kick out the toxins 
um, that, that come in your body. So without proper hydration, you, you can't even kick out the toxins uh, effectively either. Um, so that, I mean, there's other things with hydration, but yeah, when you are hydrated, when you are eating correctly, when you're fueling your body with good fuels, uh, with good fueling, then you can move from task to task to task. Right. You know, the problem is though, we as, as Americans or even, and, uh, you know, people in general, uh, we look at food as happiness, right? We look at food as family time. And there's nothing wrong with being happy with what you're eating or eating when you're around family. But wouldn't it be better to, like you said, when you finish the meal, not have to go take a nap or not want right. to go take a nap? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Hey, look, I, I drink this. I, this is 26 ounces. I'll drink like four or five of these a day. Um, and uh, I'll, I will admit that I will have a cup of coffee or, or two in the morning, but that's it. And then maybe at night I'll have a cup of tea. But I'm always constantly drinking and hydrating. And uh, you're right, though. It, it makes a huge difference when it comes to mental clarity, um, you know, the body feeling good, you know, skin texture, you know. And, again, you, you said it, you hit the nail on the head. Um, vegans believe this as well, is that you have to cleanse out toxins continuously. So um, we don't realize, like, how much we're dealing with things that may be in the food, chemicals, you know, fertilizers, things that, you know, byproducts that are in the foods that we are eating, that w our body will then make a decision and say, we need to get rid of a lot of this stuff. we got to get it out of the body, and it needs to be either spread yeah. out or gotten rid of. Yeah, and even think about this, you know, so I drink filtered water, but my water in my house is not filtered. And so right. even when you take a shower or if you take a bath, your your skin absorbs that water. So the yeah, uh, the chlorine and other things that are in that water, your body actually absorbs those. So you, so you, 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 you are getting that in your skin, in, and it's ingesting into your body as well. So right. uh, it's so important right. to what you call cleanse. You know, you got to hydrate your body to get yeah. rid of those toxins. Absolutely. So, so let's lead into. I mean, another thing that you know, after healthy eating, obviously, and hydration, probably the most important thing. A jet, uh, a high performance race car, drag drag car whatever needs high-performance fuel, and um, we're constantly putting in low-performance fuel, processed yeah. foods, you know, people are so interested in, and by the way, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I do read a lot, and, um, you know, things like, you know, health drinks and health shakes and vitamins and things like that, um, if you're eating properly, there's not a real need to have a lot of these things put in through alternate sources. Like, you don't have to have milk that's fortified with a million different things. If you're eating your vegetables and your fruits and all the other foods that you eat, you should get all the nutrients you need to survive and be healthy, right? So with that being said, but all of this stuff that you talked about, healthy weight management, mental attitude, it's all changed. Healthy eating and hydration, mental attitude, mental acuity, now you lead into that healthy emotion, right? How does all of this changing your diet and what have you seen with people that you've worked with how does that change people's emotions? You know, I mean, it's, it's, I look at well, some of the posts, by the way, that you put up, look, and I, I, I write on, hold on a sec, I write down, I'll, I'll say, like, it literally is a changed person. I see the before and the after shots. Um, it's not the and I can't sometimes even realize that it was that person. It looks like actually two different people in the photos. So right. how are you finding this is helping people? Yeah, so uh, the third one really is healthy motion. Uh, not emotion, so motion. Uh, and so the, the third rock is getting movement, you know. And what I tell my clients is the best activity that they can do uh, is, is walking. You know, you look at the Okinawans, right? Right. One of the fittest people in the world. And, you know, part of it is obviously their diet. But the, 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 the fact of the matter is they walk everywhere. They walk everywhere. Right. And yeah. so uh, walking is the best exercise, uh, unless you fall down, right? But, but normally right. you don't do that, so that's the best exercise you can do. So I, I encourage my clients to walk. I encourage them to, if they, have, if they can't have the ability, like I do, have a stand-up desk. Because um, right. you know, most of them are, are at sit-down jobs, and so they need yeah. to get up and move. I say, set, their, set your timer, you know, and so every, every, uh, every uh, 30 to 60 minutes, depending on what your boss is going to let you do, you actually get up, you move around, you walk away for two to three minutes, and then you come back and you get right back into work. A couple of things that that's going to do for you is it's obviously that motion is going to be good for your body. It's also going to reset you now to work on that next project or to continue to work on that project because you gave yourself a mental break. And so uh, healthy motion 
Look, listen, exercise is extremely important, but not so important that you have to over-exercise with, with regards to, um, you know, pushing yourself extremely hard, especially at our age, right? So most of my clients, I have some clients that are in their 20s, but most of my clients are 30 and up. And, you know, when I talk to them about the fact is, you know, the motion they want to do is just walking, especially when they're first starting program, because most of them aren't even running at all. For us as martial artists, what, what's some of the, we can walk, yes, um, but some of the other motions we could do would be to, you know, hey, why don't you practice your forms if you have forms in your system? Why don't you practice your self-defense, you know, without the person? Like, you don't have to have somebody to do your self-defense. I can do my self-defense without somebody. You know what I mean? I'm, right, I can, I can right. make those motions and stuff. That's all healthy motion, healthy exercise, because I need my joints to move. I need flexibility. Um, stretching is so important. And for us, that's credible. You know, if I'm up warming a class and I'm out of breath just because, you know, I'm warming up a class, that's a problem. Um, and I've been right. there, done that. I think we all have, you know. Yeah. And that yeah. just makes us, uh, that makes us look bad. You know, I, look, I am in March. In March, I am up for, well, I was for last year, but, but because of COVID, I wasn't do, able to do it. I am testing for my, uh, my seventh degree. And so um, I made a program for myself that, and I, I told you this before we got on air, because uh, you say, hey, what you been up to today? And so I told you. But I get, I get up at 5 a.m. And uh, every, every uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I do, I do run, you know, um, and it's a half an hour uh, actually, it's more like a 20-minute run because it's a five-minute, you know, walk until my body's ready, and then a 20-minute a run, and then a five-minute walk afterwards. Uh, and then when I come back in, I do I do a certain set of my forms. I do a half an hour stretching routine, and there's a bunch of other things that I do with regards to reading and different stuff too. But by for me, from five to eight, I've gotten so much done, and now I'm prepared for the day. I've already got my healthy motion in, and I feel good. I have energy if that makes sense. And so um, yeah. what I've found is, you know, doing it and trying to do it in the middle of the day, I, 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 I don't have the um, mental willpower to make myself go and do it once my day has already begun. And to me, my day begins at 8 o'clock on my desk. I have an appointment with myself every, every day at 8 o'clock at my desk to start my work. Uh, I mean, obviously, Saturdays and Sundays are a little bit different. But Monday through Friday, I have an yeah. appointment with myself. And so I try to get that healthy motion, excluding my weightlifting. I do do that Tuesday, Thursday nights with a buddy of mine because he's off of work on, on Tuesday and Thursday nights, and then uh, I'm able to go and lift with him. So that's more, uh, that's more of uh, me and my buddy time, uh, although we are getting some lifting in. Um, but I've been doing yeah. that, you know, uh, for a few years. So that healthy motion, though, is going to help you have the energy, have the flexibility, have right. the credibility as a martial arts school owner uh, when you're out on that floor. Yeah, and listen, um, motion creates emotion, right? So that's probably why I made that that say I say made, I said it wrong, emotion. Um, but uh, but you know what's interesting? The emotion is it's contagious because the more you move and the more you exercise and the healthier you become, the less likely you are to want to sit on the couch, lay down, take a nap, you know, sit around all day and do nothing. Um, the more you'll engage in many more healthy activities. You know, now you're, instead of wanting to sit on the couch, you may say, hey, let's go for a swim or let's go to uh, kayaking or, or, you know, paddle boarding or whatever the case may be. So motion is everything. So all of this stuff, too, leads into probably the thing that I struggle the most with, and um, it's so essential for me, uh, is sleep, right? You know, healthy sleep. And I think that, 85% of the people on the planet suffer from bad sleep, and that has to do with a lot of different things. So what's your take on that? Yeah, so the fourth rock is what you said, healthy sleep. So getting anywhere from seven to eight hours of sleep uh, a night is going to, be, uh, it's going to be important. And then I know you have some people that say, oh, if I get anything more than five hours or six hours, I can't function. You need that time for your body to reset. When you do not have healthy enough sleep, you have problems with weight management. Right. You have problems with energy. Um, you, have, uh, you also have problems with, with mental acuity as well. Yeah. And so, um, you know, developing a healthy sleep routine for yourself, and I say routine 
going to bed the same time every single night and waking up the same time every single morning are going to be vitally important. Because if you do not do that and you make it, because your body, your body wants a habit. It wants a rhythm. And when you decide to not give it that habit and that rhythm, it doesn't know what to do. And so, you know, 10 o'clock is, is, uh, is my bedtime, you know, five o'clock is my wake up time. Uh, sometimes though I'm in bed by 9:30 just because I've gotten everything done and I'm, I'm, I'm good to go and I can go to bed at 9:30. Now there are times. So for instance, um, usually Thursday night, this will happen tomorrow night. I will weight lift with my friend. We will get done weightlifting at 8:30. Him and I will go out to eat. Um, will probably be done by 9.30 by the time I get home because it's a 20-minute drive when I drive there. Um, it, I'll be home by 10. By the time I get my routine done, I'd probably be 10.30. But that doesn't mean that I adjust my wake-up time the next morning. I'm still going right. to do the same wake-up time as well, right. even if I mess up with regards to not going to bed on time. But that, that, that habit is going to be so important. And obviously everybody knows this, right? No looking at your screen, you know, 15 minutes before going to bed, even a half an hour if you can, but at least 15 minutes going to bed. If you're having trouble falling asleep, pick up a book and read it, right? Um, you know, uh, my, my advice would be is uh, pick up the Bible and read it because you're going to fall asleep quickly because most people go, one, it's boring, or two, if you believe what I believe, the enemy doesn't want you reading it anyways, and he's going to make sure you go to sleep. So, uh, you know, right. just th- that way you can kind of calm down. But if you can come up with a bedtime routine, isn't it funny, right? Isn't it funny that when, when Kiara was younger, what was the bedtime routine, man, right? You did, the, you did the bath, you did the whatever, you laid her down, you did the reading, she fell asleep. I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth, but that's kind of like what no, we no, have for our kids. Pretty accurate, pretty accurate. Right? And so why are we as adults any different? We're not. We need a bedtime routine as well, um, and, and, and that's going to help us uh, get, uh, get better sleep. Now, if you feel like you need a sleeping machine where there needs to be sound or there needs to be music playing, that, no, nothing wrong with that. In fact, you know, look, I, I remember when uh, our youngest was, uh, was a baby, and I played Mozart every night and he went to sleep. I played Mozart. Yeah. You know, I, there was a, yeah. a CD that I played, and when the CD ran out, it was over. And, uh, you know, I, I just knew that I wanted him to soak up all that because, uh, I, you know, I read about when you play music that way, you know, classical you play classical music, music yeah. like that. Yeah. They also said, though, I, I hate to break that myth, too, that they also said one of the best rock bands to play to babies in utero is Kiss. The band Kiss. <laughs> they said that because of the way the beats are set up. But, you know, going back to what you said about mental acuity and sleep, um, I just read a great book called Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey, and in it he talks about when he lost weight for a movie that he did. I'm trying to think of the movie. Something about, oh, the Texas Buyers Club. I never saw the movie. I'm tempted to see it now after reading so much about him. But he had to lose like 60 pounds. He went from like um, 190-something of weight, bodybuilding ripped weight to like 135 pounds. And he said the one thing, though, that his body was so lean and so thin that his mental acuity was, like, sharper than anything. He said he slept better, um, and he woke up sharp on, like, four or five hours of sleep because his body wasn't working nearly as hard to process the food. Of course, he said, you know, it took him a long time to get back to his normal weight of 165, 170. He had to do it slowly because it would have been bad to just put it all on, really, you know, unhealthily. But he talked about that mental acuity. He said he's never, he was never sharper um, and, and never slept better than when he was leanest in his life, right? So that goes to show you, like, what the body does with, uh, you know, with, with excessive weight. Yep. Yeah, so cool. So the next thing, too, obviously, is, you know, sleeping healthy makes you a happier person, makes you a more loving person because you're more patient when you're happy and healthy because of your sleep habits. And by the way, I know when I wake up, like I wake up today, I woke up and I was a little bit, I could feel that kind of lethargic grunt. Even though I slept a decent night's sleep, for some reason I woke up and I could feel the grumpiness um, because I didn't maybe sleep as deep or as well as I should have, but I did sleep through the night without getting up. So it does affect you, no doubt. Um, so sleep is probably the biggest thing that we need to work on. Um, but And then that leads to your healthy mind, right? So, like, if you're sleeping well, you're eating well, you're thinking well, all of these things tied together, 
how does that help you in regards to your mental acuity, your thought processes, your, your uh, positiveness, and so on? Yeah, so healthy mind does obviously I- include uh, being able to think more clearly, but, but more, more importantly, it's, it's, uh, it has to do with your outlook on life and being positive and those types right. of things. So, you know, we, uh, one thing that I teach my clients is the fact that, um, you know, look, you, you, you have a, this starting point that's down here, right? So you start here, and you have this ideal that's way up here that you want to achieve. And so that is your goal that you want to get to. And it's good to have that ideal and have that goal that you that you that you want to achieve. And so after their first week, they tell me how much they've lost, and and so they've moved right from their starting point to wherever they're at that at now. But all right. the way, all the while, I always hear that well, I could have done better, or I should have done this, or all these all these things. And what they're doing is they're looking at their goal, they're looking at the gap the gap between where they are now and the ideal to where they want to be. Right. And they're looking at that gap going, man, you know, I should have lost more or I should have done this or I shouldn't have had that extra snack or whatever it is. Right. Right. Even though they lost this, this amount of weight. And I, I really have to retrain them mentally to look at it differently. So the, the space between where they are and where they want to go, that's called the gap. The space between where they are and where they were is called the gain. And I got that concept right. from Dan Sullivan, by the way. Um, but uh, so I get them to focus on the gain and not the gap. And that's going to be totally important for us, even as martial arts school owners, that we should focus on the gains that we have made and not the gap where we are at. Now, it's not to say that we don't, uh, that we neglect the gap, Right. We need to pragmatically look at things, but that's not where our focus is. Our focus should be on our gain. And if we really dial in where we want to go, we already generally know how we need to get there. So we just need right. to focus on the gains that we've created, you know, from, from the start to where we're at. And so your mental um, ability to be able to – because we're negative people, right? I mean, I don't know about you. When you, when you, <laughs> when, uh, you were dating and you had a girlfriend – Say to you, we need to talk. Right. What did that mean? In your mind, what oh, did that mean? Well, you don't even have to. That's like my biggest. Was my biggest thing is like even when my employees would say this to me, can we talk later about well, that's something? What I'd I'm be doing. like, I'd be like, listen to me. No, 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 not later. Now that you mentioned it, we're discussing it now. Hold the rest of my appointments. Come in here, sit down. And I was like, oh, I just want to tell you, I had so much fun in class last night. Okay, that could have waited, right? But you, you think like. You know, and, and it probably comes from when you've heard some bad news and it led into with, hey, can we talk? I, I don't want to go out anymore. I don't want to date you anymore. I don't love you anymore. I want a divorce. You know, whatever the case may have been, right? Yes. So you, it, for all of us as school owners, it's important for us to train our mind to look at the gains, uh, not the gap uh, with regards to, you know, our school, where we want to be and moving forward. And isn't that what we do with our students anyways? You know, our students beat themselves up, and we go, yeah, but look how much you've accomplished so far. Look how much you've learned right. so far. You right, know, look right, how right. well you're doing in this area. So why are we any different? You know, we made a bedtime yeah. routine for our kids. Why not, you know, make a bedtime routine for us? And then the same thing applies. You know, we've got that, uh, we've got that innate nature in us to, you know, tell our, 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 our clients, you know, hey, look, look how much you've gained. But we don't do that for ourselves. And so it's important with regards to a healthy mind that we look at the gains that we've created uh, for ourselves. Uh, because a lot, inside the gains, there's the learns, right? Right, right. That we've, that we've, that, that the, the, the new uh, skills that we've learned. And anytime you learn a new skill, does that increase or decrease your confidence? Of course, increases it without a doubt, right? It increases it, right. So when your capabilities increase, your confidence increases. And we know that as martial arts school owners because we know that if we can get this student's capability better, then their confidence is going to shoot up. And so we need to take uh, and swallow our own medicine with regards to a healthy right. mind and start looking at our capabilities and, and allowing our confidences to rise. Look at the gain, not the gap. Yeah, that's so, so important. Um, I think that so often when I'm coaching martial arts school owners, we're caught up in this cyclical loop 
of looking at the negative, right? Like I lost 20 students this month. Yeah, but you gained 40. Or, you know, I lost five people. Yeah, but you, you gained three and you upgraded two. Like try to always stay in the positive mindset because, listen, if you're in the negative, you're always thinking negatively, you're going to perform with a negative attitude and negative emotion and negative outcome, right? So well, the, yeah, the mind attraction, right? Right, right. I was just going to say the mindset of, of, of scarcity versus abundance, right? And uh, it's you know, interesting. When, when I bought my partners out, I remember doing this specifically, okay? I was scared. I bought my partners out. Um, I had just uh, gotten married. Uh, when I got married, I, 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 it was immediate family because my wife already had two kids, right? And so I'm, I'm, I don't even know how to run a business, and yet I'm going to run this business and take care of this family and right. all those things. Right. Right. If I didn't, if I didn't need an adult diaper, you know, I mean, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. I remember specifically saying this when people would ask me, "Hey, how's business?" I would always say, "Business is booming." Right. 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 I, I didn't. It didn't matter if I got zero students. To me, business was booming. And right. so that mindset is is way more important um, than I think a lot of us give it credit to be. Yeah, and listen, um, I'll give you a perfect example. I, I was in Thailand once, and my buddy and I went through the jungles of Thailand with a guide, and then we went to this big, huge waterfalls and beautiful temples and all this stuff. And I remember passing by a little, like, township, a small little group of people in their homes, and their homes were nothing more than like that corrugated metal roofing with four tree branches holding up the roof. And they were like hammocks hanging from branch to branch. And uh, I saw them, it was kind of getting towards the end of the day, and I saw them like slashing and hitting their hammock. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm on this spiritual journey. Um, what are they doing? And I said to the guide, is that some sort of ritual that they do before they go to sleep? He says, yeah, in his, in his a Thai accent. Yeah, it's a ritual. It's a ritual to make sure there are no poisonous spiders and, and snakes in his hammock. And I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm looking for this mystical meaning behind it. Meanwhile, they just don't want to be killed in their sleep because of this. they get in bed with a, whatever poisonous spider. Um, but right. they were the happiest people running around kicking a, a Coke bottle, like a plastic Coke bottle, um, and having fun laughing. And I'm thinking about of our kids in the United States who are bored with, a flat panel TV and an iPad and a desktop and all this other stuff, and they're still not happy um, because they have everything and they haven't learned how to stay happy, right? That's a, that's a mental uh, lesson. So tell me, though, like, you know, so healthy mind leads to um, healthy life, but, like, you know, how do you set yourself up for this positive mindset? Like, you know, you're talking about, thinking about the law of positivity or the law of attraction or, you know, scarcity versus, you know, abundance, you know, how do we set up our lives, our surroundings, our, our homes, you know, our family for that healthy, healthy lifestyle, yep. healthy surroundings, right? Yeah, that's the sixth rock is healthy surroundings. And so um, let me take it to a practical application with regards to your studio. I, I, I decided a long time ago that, you know, uh, this is my house. This is my, I call it my happy house. And if you're not happy, I'm not the one that's leaving. Right. Let me say that again. I, I, yeah. I said that this is my happy house, and if you're not happy, I, I'm not the one that's leaving. And so I have right. literally, and this was so difficult for me for the very first time that I had to do it, but I literally let students go. I kicked them out. I fired them as being clients of mine. Yeah. And I remember the very yeah. first one that it happened to, and I brought her, the mom into the office, and I said, you know, Mrs. So and So, I just want you to just want you to know that unfortunately I can no longer service you, you or your family anymore. Right. And then I said nothing. And I can't tell you how long it was. To me, it felt like a half an hour that there was silence. Um, but then she finally said, "What?" And I said, "I'm sorry to tell you that I can no longer service you or your family anymore." And right. she, you, she goes, "Are you kicking us out?" I said. Yeah, unfortunately, I can no longer service you or your family anymore. Like, I just repeated that four or five yeah. times. Then she grabbed her kid, you know, and, and then and then ran, ran out. And, of course, badmouthed me and all that other stuff. But um, Yeah, of course. Yeah, so then went right I to had, Facebook and, and, and uh, Yelp and uh, whatever other social media, and you were the enemy. No, that you was so long devil. ago I didn't have a Facebook. That was so long ago I didn't oh, have good. a Facebook then. That's good. So, but, yeah. but uh, of course, they went to another studio and badmouthed me. It doesn't matter. 
but the thing is, the thing is, I, I, I decided what I want my surroundings to be and who I wanted to be surrounded by. And then I started getting rid of the ones that didn't fit that mold. Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? And it so totally we does. need to do that in our personal life. And we also have to do that in our professional life. And so right. uh, it might be easier to do it in your professional life. but I, I, And I know some people will say, well, I need that money. You don't need it that bad. And in fact, you are probably going to lose at least five other students if you don't kick that one out. So which would you rather lose? If they're paying 100 bucks, wouldn't you rather lose the 100 rather than the 500? Of course you would. So, um, you know, and that, that kind of goes back to we had a, we did a podcast with regards to rules for your school. If you go to schoolandertalk.com, you can look that up, just rules for your school. And uh, Allie and I both shared our rules for our school at the time, um, which I'm sure hasn't changed. But, um, you know, the other thing, though, is that you do need to do that for your personal life as well. And, and yeah, that might mean that uh, you, you, you go to less family functions. That might mean that you got to get rid of a friend. I did a, a, a Facebook Live video at the beginning of the new year, and I talked about the fact that, you know, goals and goal setting and that type of thing. And, and, I, and I, I said, you know, the, 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 write down your goals, but the three things that you want to ask yourself is, you know, what do I, what do I need to, to, to start? What do, I need to, what do I need to start doing in order to get that to happen, right? Um, uh, what, what am I doing that I need to continue to do? And then what do I, what do I need to stop doing? Because sometimes right. that's even more important. So uh, yeah. with regards to your, your surroundings, you might need to ask yourself the question, you know, what do I need to stop doing or doing, or who do I need to stop hanging around with? Or, um, yeah. you know, what conversations do I need to not have anymore? What type of, of, of uh, Netflix or Hulu or television shows do I need to stop watching because of what it really does to my mind after I watch it, you know, some of those reality shows and you get all worked up and you're like, oh, I can't believe that she wouldn't date him. And whatever it is, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, may, it may have an effect on you. And so yeah. you really need to look at those things because didn't we all tell our kids, you know, garbage in, garbage out, what you're feeding is going to come in and it's eventually yeah. going to come out. You know, I tell school age kids, I go, look, if, if, and this is before quarantine, but, you know, if we all had beans for lunch today at school because that's what they're serving, you know, two hours from now, what what are we going to be doing? Well, we're going to be opening up right. the windows in your rooms, right? Because you got some gas going on, and they all laugh and stuff like that. And it's that that same point. What we decide to put in is what's going to come out. So your surroundings will have an effect on your mind as well. Yeah. Now, these all these six rocks do intertwine. They do touch one another. You know, you, you, you may start with one, so you might start with, uh, and, and look, we, we actually start with, uh, with our clients, we start with healthy weight management first. Because if I can right. get them to start manage that weight, see, if I can get them into fat burn, which usually happens about, you know, in between four to seven days on program, they start to hit fat burn, they start to feel better, they start to sleep better, they have more energy, and then the weight is starting to come off. Of course, they're eating healthy because of the program that we put them on. They're drinking. They're, they're, you know, they're getting their, at least their 64 ounces. Then when they, they, they start to feel better, of course, their motion, right, they start to move easier. Uh, I've had some of them go, I'm actually going on walks now, you know, and then now they yeah, sleep yeah. better. And then it's, it's up to me as – and, look, I kind of look at this program as this is a, uh, you know, this is a mindset or a personality uh, – shifting program, if you will, with a weight component uh, involved. You know, it's kind of like how we look at our martial arts school, right? Uh, the, the, character, the character building characteristics, those, those character development characteristics, that's the core of our school. The icing on the cake is learning how to defend yourself. And that's the same right. thing here. You know, we, we, uh, we have the, uh, uh, the, the mindset component with a weight management system, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, it's important for us to, uh, to look at all six of those rocks, make sure that for yourself that you are, you know, serious about your, uh, you know, your weight management, your eating and hydration, your healthy motion, which will also help your sleep, get that routine, and then get your mindset and your surroundings straight. You know, who do you need to get rid of uh, in your life and who do you need to bring in yeah. into your life? We talked about the true. fact that, uh, you know, you and I, 
even through COVID, we helped each other. When you were down, yeah. I was up. When I was down, you were up. And we were able to right. be that, that uh, you know, that village that we could both lean on each other. And if, look, right. if I wasn't that person for you, you would have sought out somebody else and vice versa. Right, right. I would have sought out somebody else because we, we, yeah. we needed that. And so maybe if I wasn't that person for you, you might eventually fire me as that person. And then you wouldn't share those things with me anymore. Well, which well, one thing though, well, one thing though, the, to add to your comment though, like you, you may have many positive people in your life all for different reasons. Right. So, it's about surrounding yourself with positive people. I mean, you, I might not have been the end-all, be-all to keep you motivated, but I might have helped you in certain things that you needed questions on in the martial arts. So health maybe related to your health coach and relating to your weightlifting coach and to your business coach or whatever the case may be. So I think that's the problem. I think one thing that people misunderstand is they say things that they're, they'll say things like, I'm, it doesn't bother me. I'll let that person vent to me every single day and I'll let them tell me how they feel. It doesn't affect me whatsoever. And then um, I have this surrounded in my life with a, a certain family member that's always kind of sad and depressed and always, you know, uh, voicing how they feel. And, you know, um, as much as you try to stay positive and not let it affect you, seeing someone that you love or care about and just listening to the negativity, it drains you of energy and it brings you down. So you have to be very careful, like you said, not to let that person, those Debbie Downers, those what I used to call energy vampires. That's hey, 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 my wife's name is Debbie. Stop it. Oh, okay, sorry about that. And they call them, you know, those, those kind of people are called ask holes, right? You know, like when they ask advice, but they never take it. They just keep on asking, asking, taking up your time every few seconds calling. It is a drain. I have not heard that. That, that is funny. Yeah, 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 that's what they say. You're an asshole. You just keep on asking, but you never take it, right? So, but, um, so that's why we have to surround ourselves with a positive sphere of, of influence. And by the way, it doesn't necessarily have to be people that you actually know. It could be music that you love that inspires you, books that you read, audio tapes that you listen to. I really uh, enjoyed a, an interview I just saw. It was like two hours long with Joe Rogan and Miley Cyrus. And... um. I look at the girl a little bit differently now because of all she's gone through of being a teen star growing up to be an adult star and having to navigate all that stuff and right. um, talking about what she needs to do to try to stay positive amidst the world that there's drug addiction and alcohol addiction and, you know, depression and, and, and Hollywood and music. So it's interesting that she's actually made it through so far. You know, a lot of people don't make it through from a child star to an adult star. And um, she's still alive, hasn't committed suicide, you know, hasn't been massively addicted to drugs. You know, and it, it's about the sphere of influence that you're around, right, and that positive sphere. So I agree with you that mental attitude and uh, mental surrounding is so, so important. So I know we're running close to being out of time. Um, uh, we do have to talk about next week's book that we're going to finalize and go over, which is called um, Who, Not How, right? And... Um, I'm reading it now, and I, I told you in the beginning I was struggling a little, but now I'm really into the book and starting to really enjoy the concepts of it. The one thing, though, Dwayne, I know you're holding it up. It kind of annoyed me about um, the, the mindset of the book is now I'm, like, going, like, all right, who am I going to get to do this? Who am I going to get to do that? Um, you know, and, and now I'm starting to think, like, you know, don't do it all myself, but there's certain things that I – I enjoy doing, so I'm being very careful about delegating because I got away from I used to delegate everything back in the day. I had 26 staff members across six different schools. Um, and then I kind of slowly got rid of the schools and went down to a much simpler life. So um, my, my lifestyle is not as busy, but there are certain tasks that I may want to delegate that I just can't stand doing. Um, and uh, they're torturous, and they take away from my happy time and so on. So this book is really good on that, right? Right. Don't give it away, man. We'll talk about it next no, week. No, I won't. We'll, 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 talk, we'll talk about it next week. Um, and uh, so any last thoughts, Dwayne, on I know um, this is really not a promotion uh, to sell people into your health coaching, but you do have a health coaching prog program that you do. How can the listeners who are you know, maybe a martial arts school owner that wants to bring extra income streams into their school by becoming a health coach, and how can those people that are martial artists and or not uh, that, that hear about this, how can they get on the program and start regaining their health and getting down to the 
fighting weight. We talked about it last yep. last time, yep. you know, being in the best shape of their lives um, and, and so on, right? Yeah. So how, how does that happen? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously you can uh, just Facebook message me. That's probably the easiest to, to, to do. Just get on here and Facebook message me. If you are uh, only listening to this on the podcast, uh, you can go to schoolintertalk.com, and then there are there's a tab up there that says, like, uh, you know, who we are or something like that. And then it has your information and my information on there. They can email us uh, email us from there, uh, so they can do that as well. But, but um, you okay. know, the other thing is, too, though, um, I, have, I have school owners that are on program, so meaning that they're getting healthy, and then I have school owners that are already healthy, that are and and by the way let me back up i have school owners that are on program getting healthy and also helping other clients their clients get healthy but then i also have other school owners that really are already healthy but they do want like you said they want a health and wellness uh you know an a to z health and wellness coaching business in their school uh to bring in an extra revenue and um you know that's that's a way as well so you don't have to be on program in order to do it but and, and by the way, you know, a lo- how many times, Dwayne, have we had a parent come to me and say, my kid's out of weight, overweight and out of shape. Can you help him? And um, I say, well, we could give them exercises and do exercises in class, but if he comes home and eats an entire bowl of ice cream every single night or three or four slices of pizza in one setting, how do you expect our hard work during the class to, to pay off? So there's a component of teaching the families and teaching the students that healthy lifestyle. Yeah, so you know, look, there's a, there's a, there are, there's four components to our program, but the second one I'll just quickly talk about is the Habits of Health Transformational System. And so the Habits of Health Transformational System is, is the educational component, like you talked about. That's where we're going to go over the micro, or the macro habits and the micro habits, and we're going to strategically right. uh, teach them. You know, I tell my clients, you know, like let's say they're 43, I'd say, you know, look. Uh, it, it, it took you 43 years to develop these habits. The, the nice thing is that it's not going to take you another 43 years to develop new ones. But in order okay, to, to sustain, in order to sustain the weight loss and and to actually be healthier, we need to introduce these habits to you at your own pace, and uh, then you know have you adopt those habits at your own pace as well. But that's what the Habits of Health Transformational System is all about. And so um, it, it it is, if you will, if you think of it like. You know, we have our martial arts program, but a lot of us have a right. character development, a specifically designed character development program that goes along with our martial arts program. And and the character development, in my opinion, is more important than the martial arts moves. But the more character and confidence and capability that my students have, the better martial artists they're going to be. And so teaching them uh, just the martial arts moves is icing on the cake. And so that's the same yeah. thing with regards to this, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And by the way, um, very highly unlikely that they're going to have to defend themselves physically in their lifetime. But if they do, God forbid, they, they know what to do. But they will certainly every day have to defend themselves against bad habits, right? Bad, and by the way, yes. the, the biggest, you know, I know and I'm not, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way, but everyone was so afraid of COVID which rightfully so, it did kill people, and, and it was bad, and I've had people in my family that have had it. However, why aren't we talking about heart disease? It's one of the leading, cause, leading causes of death, and most of it's related to diet. And, in fact, it has a lot to do with, you know, the, the foods that we tell people to eat are on the list on the, uh, on the, the heart disease uh, website as something you shouldn't eat. Meanwhile, it's in our food groups, so we have to be real careful with our diet. Um, and that's about well, it, but I... I just got, uh, last week, I did a, a health assessment with a guy that used to work with my dad. Right? He knows okay. my mom, he knows my dad, and he goes, you know, you don't, you don't probably remember me. And I'm like, no, unfortunately, I don't. He said, your dad was such a nice guy. Your mom is a wonderful lady. And he goes, your dad used to bring me food that he would cook. And I go, yeah, my dad was a good cook. I said, unfortunately, I said, it wasn't good for you. And uh, right. he, he himself has heart problems, uh, uh, you know, cholesterol problems. He's well overweight. But he won't fire on program. I can't get him to 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 to, to do program, and it and it, you know, it saddens me because now I mean obviously I, not that I I'm not saddened with people that I don't have a connection with, but I have a connection with him. You know, I talked right. to my mom about him. She's like, oh yeah, this would be a wonderful program for him, and yada yada yada. And yeah. I just feel horrible that he just won't fire it. But 
it's the same thing with our schools. You know, uh, the students will come when they're ready, right? And then the, the you know, right. the old saying, right, when the, when the student is ready, the master will appear. The same concept yeah. applies with regards to this program and our school. You know, the students are going to come when, the, uh, when they're ready. As long as your school is set up in a way that, that, that they know that it's ready when they're ready uh, and you're doing right. the right follow-ups and all those things, you know, yeah. that, that makes yeah. sense. Absolutely, dude. It's a great call. I appreciate you sharing and, um, you know, the six rocks, by the, the way, six pillars. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to quickly say this. So, uh, obviously, our listeners, if you haven't listened to us before, you got to know that one of our sponsors is Spark Membership. And Spark Membership is what I use for my automations with regards to those clients. So, I have daily texts that go out to them. I have uh, uh, weekly emails that go out to them. I have uh, – and then – so there, and there's videos that are sent and stuff because I get that information, uh, you know, from the company. All I did was plug it in to my system so that at 7 a.m., Every day they get what they're supposed to get. Now, of course, when they respond back, I'm able to just type back and say, hey, blah, 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 blah. But I don't have to do it all on my phone. Like, I don't have to text everybody on my phone. And, and you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I actually Spark use Spark. Right. It's so easy for me. Yeah, I actually use Spark for my consulting company as well. I have a separate account just for my coaching website business and, um, you know, uh, graphic arts and so on. So uh, it Spark's amazing. But, uh, yeah, we have to continue to uh, grow our schools and, and I love the ideas that you're giving everybody to be able to do that. One last thing you may want to add is uh, the seventh pillar or seventh rock would be longevity. Because all of every six steps that you guys have led to, the, the seventh one would be the end result, which is longevity, health. Um, and, you know, if, if you love your family and you love life, man, you better start getting your body as healthy as possible so that you could live yes. longer. Right, and uh, that's one aspect that we forget about. So sometimes we don't think about, like, hey, I want to be around. My mom, she's 84. She just went back to Florida, um, and she's, like, at that age where she says things that kind of are hurtful. She doesn't mean to, but she's like, you know, when I die, it's, it's sooner or later. It's probably sooner than later. Like, you know, she's like, I don't think I'm going to last uh, 100, but I'm going to stick around and torture you till I'm 100. I said, you know, do that. Torture me till 110. I'm happy about that, you know, that kind of thing. So longevity is the last one. So, by the way, another thing, a sponsor is Lead Hunter Media, Gus, uh, Gus Lopez for our Facebook marketing, Elite Insights, E-L-I-T-E-I-N-S-I-T-E-S, EliteInsights.com, which is a web, my website development company, and, of course, your health coaching company, all sponsors of our podcast. So, Dwayne, let's close it up. Yeah, I uh, just want to tell you, I don't know what your dashboard says on Spark, uh, but we've been uh, we've been killing it with the uh, leads that uh, Lead Hunter Media has been bringing in. Uh, I'm yes. trying to see here. I'm waiting for it to pull up. Um, come on now, come on now. Almost there. Almost there. My internet's moving slow. Uh, but uh, I'll tell you in just a second once it pulls up. So uh, yeah, well, so guys, go to Spark. Well, I have, I have Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I have 20 trial members in a three-month membership. That's my special that I'm running. 20 of them are in my program right now doing classes. So next month, even if I sign up 50% of them, I'll get 10 new members next month alone. And um, this month, I'm up to 12, 12 new members. So, um, you know, COVID hit us hard. We were down 65%. I'd say we're back up to maybe being – we're only down like maybe 40 5%, 40% now, so we're slowly growing back. Um, still losing a little here and there, you know, because don't forget, I also moved locations. I've condensed my two schools into one, so some people are still struggling with the traveling when they didn't, they were like two minutes away from my school, now they're 12 minutes away from my school. So uh, they're having a little bit of a hard time adjusting that extra 10 minutes, but, um, but other than that, we're still getting back to normal. So I have, this month, I have 109 uh no, 50, excuse me, fifty four web leads. Okay, great. All right, sixty three trial memberships, and then I have I've already signed up twelve new people this month. That's amazing. So if people are, I don't want to plug Gus, right? But let's say they're let's say we're talking about Gus real quick. We'll take two seconds. And uh, if if the guy charged two thousand a month, which he doesn't, let's just pretend two grand a month. Um, and you already signed 12 people up, and your your payments are like 190 a month or 180, right? Somewhere around there. Uh, 165, 23. 
Okay, so you're just about. No, 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 excuse me, one, one fifty six twenty three. excuse me. Okay, so you are right about breaking even on those people just from this month paying the rest of your year's marketing. Every single time they make a tuition payment, every year, every month you're paid. You don't have to no longer pay for memberships, I mean marketing. So now everybody that comes in from all the other ads, all total gravy, no cost to you whatsoever if you think about it like that. But um, yep. so it's very, very well worth it. But anyway, dude, so have a have a great day. Everyone listening, thank you so much for being here with us. We'll talk to you next week where we review the book, how, uh, Who, Not How, and um, excited about that. And, uh, Dwayne, thank you very much for always being a positive light and helping all these school owners, and I appreciate you. So, and we'll talk next week. Yeah, and then uh, just real quick, thank you, by the way. I appreciate you as well. Uh, go to schoolownertalk.com because there is a mess. I mean it. There is a mess of information that's on there waiting for you on the old podcast, uh, you know, the, the, the ones that we've done already. So check it out. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Awesome. Take care, bud. See you soon. Bye.